Hey, man, um, I was playing Honda last night. I think I might stick around, dude. Really? For Honda? <sighs> no. You're watching Best of Five. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Best of Five. This is the post-Evo wrap-up show, and... Uh, it's bittersweet for me because, as I mentioned, and if you've been following the show for any amount of time, you know that uh, I announced that I'm retiring, retiring from the show. So this will be my last one. It's very bittersweet, and we'll talk about that later. I am joined, as I always am, to my right by my mainest man, Michael Donka Schiller, wearing a Teppan shirt. It's really appropriate, and you'll find out why later. Uh, I'm also joined, as I always am, by this wonderful dais over Skype, John Velociraptor Guerrero. I always try to make it sneaky who I'm going to say first to see if Elon can click on the right one. And Steve, <laughs> V-neck shirt, ace king offsuit, Jarek, Lord Spreadsheets. Wow, real close today. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole lot of, it's almost like, what is it, Zordon? Or what's the, no, what's the name of the Power Rangers? I was, thinking uh, the Wizard, I was thinking the Wizard of Oz, but. Yeah, Wizard of Oz works too. Don't look at the man in front of the green screen. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, obviously, uh, there was a pretty big tournament this weekend. I don't know if you guys uh, were watching. Some of us were. Some of us were not. I actually got to uh, watch a little bit of Evo with our Discord chat, and actually, that was a lot of fun uh, in the voice chat. I had never done it. Yeah. Alon, thank you for setting this up. Um, we, 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 it was a lot more fun. Like, I was nervous. Because I was thinking, yeah, me too, like, dude. Oh, I clicked man. on it. I'm like, oh, what am I going to say? Like, do I need to like be on? You know, like, sounds kind of fun, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then uh, somebody was busting my ball. I didn't get to see who it was, but somebody. I think they were talking about the jump off. And they're like, you know, the jump off is great for like people who don't follow the game or like new to it or like don't really pay attention. And somebody was like, yeah, like Efren. I was like, <laughs> oh god, it hurts. But it was fun. The jump off had some really interesting information this time, which we'll get into later, I'm sure. I want to know yeah. now. Well, nope. before before we do that, can we thank a few people? Yeah, how about we thank some people? Do I uh, thank some you gifts? to the White Shadow uh, for subbing for us for seven months in a row. We really appreciate that. Picard. He says, "R.I.P. Efren, gone but never forgotten." I hope not. Um, uh, kind. Epistel, if, I'm sorry if I pron- mispronouncing that. Uh, Sixteen months, twelve in a row. We really do appreciate that. Thank you. And there was one more that I think the scroll screwed over. Uh, Elon. Uh, JBG Pro, at JBG Pro, or JGB Pro 88 as a gift from Die by Sword. So thank you to both of you for, uh, for, for uh, liking what we do and enjoying what we do. Much appreciated. Okay. I think I'm going to do all the gifts today. All right. So we're going to do a recap of Evo. Uh, we're going to talk about the reveals, the leaks, the ups, the downs. Our friend was there. You commentated. It was great. I did catch some of it. It was, it was fun to watch. Um, I didn't always catch it. I was like, damn, I thought you were on. Where are you? And you also said, you told us in our chat, our private chat, you were like, and on Facebook Messenger, you were like, hey, dude, I'm about to be on uh, Smash, I think. I didn't see that either. Did they put you on stream for Smash? No, I, uh, I was about to be on stream. For yeah, Mortal Kombat. For Mortal Kombat and for Smash, and both times they, they didn't make it because they were running a lot of stream matches very slowly. Well, I tried to click in and watch, and uh, I missed it both times, so I'm disappointed. We'll get back to that. Um, so how about we just jump into that? Wait, did you want to do the non-Evo game news first, Steve, this week? 
we might as well get that stuff okay. out of the way. Let's hear it. Um, well, we talked a little bit about Hero last week. Uh, Leffen, he, he, he took matters into his own hands. He uh, created a petition to ban Hero from competitive <laughs> Smash. It is currently at over 2,300 of uh, the 2,500 uh signature goal i think i think he's gonna get banned dude this was a part a thing in partial jest i think but he was very upset about the character i think people have calmed down a little bit since he was released he doesn't seem to be the best character in the game or anything like that however he will be legal for the first time this upcoming weekend at smash con so i'm sure the first time a hero does so much as breathe on someone on stream more people will sign Now, up. what's important is that change.org, fuck RNG, as it says there, is very important. <laughs> if you get the signatures, it's law. I think it's in the Constitution. It's law. Yes, it is. So the character's going to have to be banned. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, the, the White House has to respond to it, I think. That's the first and a half amendment, actually. This is going to be the first video game that Trump bans is actually just this character. Shout outs. Trump has to release a tweet about it. Executive order. <laughs> Um, okay, so that was one hilarious bit of news. Thank you. Yes. Uh, and then we've got a not-so-hilarious bit of news, and I swear this is the last Smash thing we'll, we'll mention for a while. Uh, it's basically the herpes of fighting games because this is the story that continues to give us gifts we never, ever wanted. Uh, Captain Zack, uh, it was recently revealed that during his relationship with Ally, who is now retired... Uh, he asked Ally to throw a at least two matches, um, and because of that, he's gotten a lot of backlash. He is banned from competing at Super Smash Con this weekend, as well as Two uh, GG's Saga events. So that's a whole thing. So it was it like pot splitting or like ma- okay, match fixing? So sounds so much more nefarious. And Captain Zach, knowing that it was a you know. <clears throat> not a good relationship and knowing that there was issues there with age and with statutory and such like that told ally multiple times that he had to throw matches because he didn't want him to make top eight. Otherwise he would reveal, you know what was going on. So it was Jesus. sort of blackmail. It's now, so much whackness. It is so very whack. And I, I, the only thing I will say is that he was 16 and the guy was 30 and to keep that into account. And while what he did was wrong, I don't think anyone should hate him. Yeah. On the scale of terrible things, this is pretty bad in terms of fighting games, but in real life, it's this, I, I got to hold it in front of my my yeah. face, this versus this. Yes. Yes. So no let, let, let's keep that this. in perspective. All right. However, the one thing I will say is that people sometimes get upset because people don't get banned for things that happen outside of the game. It is very easy to ban someone for this. And I will yeah. say that, and I agree with it. This is outwardly doing something to hurt the scene, and it is the easiest type of thing to ban for because it's cut you're and dry. The coal- yeah, it's yeah. cut and dry, and you're the coalition on protecting smash not other various things so i mean didn't they like ban soul caliber from an entire from evo for many years because of something like this i guess maybe not with all the there exact are, details there's been, yeah they've done stuff like that all right next bit of news so i can get the idea of the herpes of the fighting game community <laughs> out of my mind um 
Well, we got a couple of Evo news. Uh, Evo Japan was announced for 2020. It is returning to the Tokyo area. This is going to be at uh, Maku, ah, Makuhari Mese. I have not taken Japanese in like 15 years, so forgive me. Forgive me. Uh, so that's sort of halfway between the center of Tokyo and the center of Shiba. So much closer, uh, much more of a Tokyo destination. Three games announced so far, Blaze Blue Tag, uh, Soul Calibur Six, and Tekken 7, with more to come. And that will be uh, January 24th through 26th. Any more news, Steve? Uh, the biggest one was that didn't have to do with a game at Evo was a game that will probably be at Evo in the future. Uh, Riot officially confirmed what they called the worst kept secret uh, in the <laughs> FGC. They are working on a fighting game alongside uh, the their signees, uh, the Cannon Brothers. Now, but not Seth Killian. Yeah, actually, Seth. I saw that on Event Hubs, right? I clicked on Event Hubs and I saw you. Uh, was it you, John? You put up that article, right? Um, yeah. Well, apparently, so so the Cannon Brothers. For those that don't know, quick history lesson because it's kind of cool. The Cannon Brothers and uh, they they started up a company called Radiant Eclipse, and I think that was in 2014 or something like that. It was, it was a few years ago, and then they welcomed Seth Killian on, and that team of three is responsible for Rising Thunder. Well. Uh, Rising Thunder came out around 2015. It didn't ever actually come out. It was just kind of like a, a beta that was really cool, and it was a super simplified idea of a fighting game that could um, that could basically kind of jump into like the 20 well the modern times with like League of Legends uh, uh, free to play model and simplified controls, things like that. It was supposed to be more accessible to everyone, and I know that's a bad phrase around these parts, but bear with me. It was cool. People kind of liked it. It never kind of came to too much fruition. Um, Riot, the, the creators of League of Legends, and that's actually their only game that they have at this point, uh, bought Radiant Eclipse. And now we knew that these three fighting game like legends were working with Riot. And it's like, well, okay, so a fighting game is coming. Hence why they said it's like the worst kept secret. Well, we had never we had never heard anything official on this until uh, it was a Tom Tom Cannon that brought it up during the Evo stream, and that was on the jump off. So that was cool. Oh, jump that's what you meant. Got it. Yeah, yeah, there you go, full circle. And um, and so, yeah, so now we know it's on the way. He said it's still a ways out. But we all assumed it was the Cannon Brothers and also Seth Killian. Um, and, and to an extent, that's true, because they've probably been working on it for a while. Don't know for sure. But Seth Killian, I'm sure, has, has already had a lot of input on it. But it turns out, a few months ago, um, uh, Killian reportedly has... Uh, left Riot and, and went and joined Epic Games, which I hear are, are actually somewhat connected to Riot, maybe like a distant third cousin or something like that. But uh, And, I, and I, we don't know why, I, and I'm not sure exactly how long ago it was, but now Killian is with of course, Epic. So Epic right now is, their big dog is Fortnite. Fortnite, You might have yeah. heard of it. They gave $3 million to a teenager the other day. <clears throat> Just kidding, that teenager earned $3 million playing that game. Um, this is exciting news. I remember, do you, I mean, it was back in the day, and a funny anecdote, now since I'm going to probably be nostalgic this whole episode, we had S. Kill on, and he talked about Rising Thunder back in the Dot Esports days. Hot damn. And I haven't gone back to watch it, but it must have really rubbed you the wrong way because you told me, if, if we're going to do like these cheesy PR interviews where they're total <laughs> softballs, I don't want to be on the show. You told me that, and I was like, fuck, man, i got to get my street cred up or something. <laughs> um, that was a long time ago. 
and yeah, it was. Um, we, it was ex- at the time it was exciting. Rising Thunder was popular. I played it. You could do special uh, moves with one button, which was like, hey, in League of Legends, you can do special moves with one button, right? You do whatever you press E and click. It's the it's the Q W E R kind of situation. And then all of the moves were on cooldown too. You didn't have to build up meter, as far as I remember. You just waited in cooldown, so it was super simple. And, and, yeah, but like you know, so you would think, oh, this is an easy game for everybody to play. But then certainly the, 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 the people that you know as good players started going to the top at the time was FChamp, Snake Guys playing it, and they were big proponents and they really liked it. So now to think that uh, it'll probably be a Riot or League of Legends-based fighting game, we hope, or that would make the most sense. Um, it should be a great game. They, this well, is the best news ever to me. I think this elaborate. is like what could save – not that fighting games need to be the saved, genre. but I think this is what could propel the genre. This is such a big deal. You mentioned that League of Legends is their only game, and that's that's half true, because they just released TFT Team Fight Tactics, which is a clone oh, okay. of Dota Auto Chess, and it instantly became the most popular Auto Chess game. I played, oh, I played a ton. They have an IP that's beloved. They're incredibly in tune with the community. They're like for TFT, their lead dev posts on Reddit all the time, and you know, they update every week. And they do minor smart updates. I mean, it's just, this is what games need. They need to have a wide-reaching PC audience, the ability to play really quickly, the ability for bad people to match against bad people and good people to match against good people. And they need all these things that have been halfway implemented in fighting games for years now to be fully implemented and to be implemented right. And I think this isn't only good because we'll be getting a game like this. I think it's good because it's going to force other companies to do this as well. Arxis, I was that too. So has been releasing the same shitty online system for like eight years now. The same terrible netcode that is stuck in the past with these awful lobbies that take 20 minutes to get from game to game because they can just copy-paste it over and be successful. And I think they really need this push, and I think Capcom needs this push, and I think everyone needs this push. Now, um, I've seen uh, – I forget the I name. I love like Arxis Scara or whoever else, like League of Legends streamers – throw on tech in and that does not then convert a ton of league of legends players to fighting games no. i think that there's some wishful thinking potentially it's gonna be the here. game itself it's not that i think i think the game has to be really but good fighting but games I, are hard i trust them to make a good game and i trust them to make an easier game that's easier on its base and still hard when you get into it and when people say fighting games are hard i don't think that they're saying that necessarily not always that they're technically difficult to play i think that Winning at fighting games is hard at a high level, right. regardless of if it has simplified mechanics or one-button moves. So I'd be interested to see if it's as successful as it could potentially be. Yeah, yeah, no, so am I. This is definitely this is definitely a harder task than I think the games they've done before. I mean, Riot's known for kind of taking genres and taking games and converting them to their own game, right? I mean, League of Legends is Dota, mm-hmm. and TFT is Auto Chess. What are they going to take? Like, how closely will they mirror something else? We'll see. But I- I'm happy. It can't be bad. What's the worst that happens? They have a bad fighting game no one likes, and we go back to playing Street Fighter. I mean, and and the other thing to keep in mind is this is going to be a game where most likely the lead console uh, console, you know what I mean, is going to be PC. Right. You know, most of these games, it's going to be made for a keyboard and maybe a mouse. So a lot of those. Um, you know, a lot of those barriers in terms of people not wanting to learn, you know, 
Tiger Knee or DP Motions, that's going to be gone. Plus, that opens the door to sponsorship from PC companies because that's where the money is in terms of big sponsorship with esports. You know, One Up Arcade or Arcade One Up love love the product, but how many people are really looking for that? I that's the, really relevant. Yeah, I, I think it's like people. I think a lot of people watch Evo and they see that most of the guys on stage, you know, some of them play on pad, but a lot of the, the Japanese, for the most part, play on stick or they play on hitbox. And it's just a lot of gaps. And people look at it and they say, oh, that's cool. I'll watch it. But, you know, I'm not good enough or I don't have the time to ever try it. But if you can download it for free and play it on your mouse and keyboard, I think a lot of people who would never dare play Street Fighter will, will give it a shot and maybe love it. Yeah, I, I think that... that- you're right to temper expectations because I think the first reaction is that we're going to get a League of Legends sized fighting game. And there still are some hurdles that this doesn't overcome when we talk about why fighting games aren't as popular. But I think it, it establishes a connection to like the rest of esports. I sometimes feel like fighting games are out on their own esports island. And I, I think this kind of is an extension into like the giant bubble that is the rest of the esports kind of community. Um, this will serve as something of a bridge to fighting games. And then how well it's executed will determine how, I guess, wide or, or efficient that bridge is. But it's an amazing first step. It's very exciting. Hey, there was a bunch of speculation prior to Evo that, oh, Sony's a sponsor. There's going to be a big announcement. Was there anything? There was something. Uh, we'll touch on that when we get to Mortal Kombat. All right. Because that that's sort of the big connection there. Right on. So, Steve, results? Yeah, there were a ton of results. A uh, few tournaments outside of the EVO main games that I wanted to touch on. Uh, the day before EVO was the Toshinsai qualifier. This is to qualify for that 3v3 uh, Japanese tournament, single elimination, in uh, in Tokyo. Uh, early or mid next year uh, and that was won by Team Gaijin uh, 801 Strider, Mena RD and Knuckledoo, all three of those guys put in work uh, during various spots taking it over the team that you might think uh, would be the favorites among there with uh, Justin and Punk and Marn I guess uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah so those three are going to be a team in Toshinsai 2020. They also announced that it's going to take place in May uh, next year, the weekend before Combo Breaker, if I remember correctly. Cool. So, May 16th, 17th. Uh, Anime Evo was certainly a big part of Evo, and I'm not going to have time to touch on the game on most of the games, but uh, there was Central Fiction there. It was part of the uh, Arc, Arc Revo World Tour. It was the last qualifying stop. Uh, Utah got the win. Uh, he actually fig- he finished, uh, once he got to top four, or top three, excuse me, he had already locked up his spot, but he went on to win anyway uh, to take it over uh, Fenrich to get the last uh, qualifying spot. Utah was in position to qualify via points, uh, that opened it up for, if I remember correctly, Nezu. So if we have the full list of players who have qualified for the Arc Riva World Tour Finals. Uh, it includes uh, Beta Dude, Beta Dude, excuse me, who qualified on points from the U.S. SKD, 
uh, Elyon Monster, Soji. So uh, there will still be a last chance qualifier at the event itself, but uh, these names you will certainly see uh, in Los Angeles later this year. Cool. Do we want to talk about Grand Blue? Since that was also, I want to say sort of... what I told you guys in chat that I tried watching it on Netflix and I fell asleep within the first like five minutes of it. I suppose I could give it another shot, but well, man. they well because they that's released the show, not the game. I know that's what I'm talking about. Oh, Look, man. Death Strike in the chat agrees. That's a bad anime. Go ahead, Steve. Please just just read it. Okay, so uh, Grand Blue released a new trailer. Uh, for Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, and is one of the weirder trader trailers that I've ever seen, but it's sort of unique because the big draw of it was that it has a mode that is completely not a fighting game. Yep. It, oh, it's like an action RPG. I like Mortal Kombat days. I kind of like this. Go on. I just, I just think there's people. There's a lot of people out there. Like, if you look at the sales for Blaze Blue and you look at the tournament entrance for Blaze Blue, they don't correlate at all. Blaze Blue has always been a game that sold well because it had this comprehensive long story mode and it had these pretty sprites and all this, and people liked it. And I think there is a large audience who loves anime type fighting games for the characters and for the modes and stuff. And I think it just makes more people buy the game. And some of those people do eventually become players. Shinku was a person who bought BBCT because he liked the characters and here he is as Evo Champion this year. So, some people make the switch. Steve, are we going to reveal the results of our uh, fantasy picks? Uh, yeah, at the end of the... once we get all through the results. Okay. Um, so, there was also, as part of Anime Evo... Guilty Gear Excerpt, uh, that was on Saturday, and that was won by O Canada DEB, getting the win over the electrifying Marlin Pie to take the final spot in the uh, in the Arc Revo World Tour Finals. Also, nice uh, Evo Championship for him, Anime Anime Evo. However, you want to classify it. Uh, with that. Deb joins Bjorn, Son of Bear, Kid Viper, Marlin Pai, who had already qualified, Omido, Samito, Teresa, Takehara, uh, Daruino, uh, and more as qualifiers for the Arc Revo World Tour Finals. Again, last chance qualifier at the event, uh, at the finals. So you still have a chance to get your name on the list. And speaking of Guilty Gear, guess what? There's a new one coming. 2020. I haven't seen this trailer yet, and Alon wouldn't show it to me because he said, I want you to watch it. And I'm like, it's not going to have any effect on me because I'm a Guilty Gear fan. Yeah, <laughs> but, and I think I overhyped it now that I think about yeah. it. Well, this is pretty cool. This eagle. It looks even better. Like, I mean, the game looks really good as far as graphics go. I think almost objectively, in some ways, regardless of whether you like the art style or not, this is fantastic. It's one of the best looking fighting games, if not the best ever. Guilty Gear has always been the game that I think, whether or not people want to admit it, a lot of people don't play anime games because they look 
like anime games and they don't want to be the guy yeah. playing anime games. People say that all the time. And I think Guilty Gear has always been the game that bridged the gap the best. And people think Guilty Gear looks cool regardless of where they are on the anime spectrum. And this this doesn't change that. It only <coughs> makes it even better. Hey, so. Lon. Uh, yes. People are saying that the trailer volume is a little bit high. And also, I'm disappointed that your microphone is not on because I'd like you to be a part of this. My microphone is on. Oh, okay, and nice. I think they said it's coming out next year, right? It's it's not 2020. That. Yeah. So. Okay. I'm excited. I'll give it a try. I've never been a huge Guilty Gear guy, but I will always try a new game. Okay. Do we have any other results? Or was that that was it for the recap, Steve? Yeah, we're done. We're done. <laughs> uh, so let's just go over the main lineup game, starting with the one that ended on Friday, Soul Calibur Six. Uh, and it was Japan who came over and got the win. Not a big surprise uh, in terms of Evo itself, but Utoto got the win over Blue God. Skill for, from France getting third. Uh, Woes, who knocked out my pick, Linkors, RIP the Dream, uh, getting fourth. Kayane, you know, how long Hell she's yeah. waited for another chance to get. Uh, mm-hmm. And last time it was there, uh, she got ninth. So for her to actually get top eight and make the stage was a really nice uh, moment for her. That's great. Any other news from Soul Calibur? Uh, yeah, there was a couple bits of news. They announced a new character was coming character. out the next day, or on Monday. He's already out. Cassandra uh, returning. Yeah. Uh, so she is there. Uh, also some chain, uh, quality of life improvements, including the ability to uh, disable your character's customization uh, appearance. So... If you don't want to see dick monsters, lizard you don't dicks. Have to Come on, dude. Lizard dicks. Excuse me. Dude, this character uh, is so beautiful. I love her. Yo, but what's yeah, the right? deal? Like, isn't she just like young Sophia? Yeah, but oh, Sophia yeah. is ugly. Is that, how, <laughs> is that how sisters work now? They're just young. They're not sisters. The no, isn't, isn't she uh, Sophia's no, daughter? She's her sister. And I need a fact check in the chat, please. Man. It's her sister. Man, it's screw you guys. Definitely her sister. Her daughter. daughter. But yeah, right, you wouldn't recognize, right? They only look the same because they wear similar, like, themed outfits. I this thought that was, beautiful. like, you know, Sophia Jr. There's another character that's, like, a clone. Yeah, well, hold for the teaser, though. They, they put a little teaser at the end of this trailer. Oh, what is that, Raphael's mask? Yeah. I only know that because Elon told me earlier. You're welcome. Wait, isn't Raphael already in the game? Yeah. I thought Heromaro or whatever for... Well, well that, that's in the other trailer. Yeah. Which, by the Thanks way, for spoiling it. Well, by the way, oh. by the way, this was the cool, like the best bait of Evo, aside from the one that was not so great, uh, where uh, Okubo comes out and he's like, "Well, everything has a beginning and an end, and unfortunately, we reached the end for this one." Check this trailer out, and everybody thought they were gonna end uh, Soul Calibur. It's yeah, over. They, like they were gonna end support for the game, but it turns out he was just talking about it. Got him. The only reason that works is because of how often that fan base has felt burnt over the past few months. Like, if Tekken came out, like, last year and said, well, we're not going to do anything, we've reached the end of the line, no one would buy that. But with Soul Calibur, you know, there's, like, that real possibility, that real threat that, yep, they're bailing out. So is there, uh, you know, Gerald was in this game. We have a new guest character. Apparently, we do. This was such a good. Where's the? Where, where is he? Never die. Wait, you'll see. Or she? Wait. Do you not know who it is? I just saw him this freaking rundown, but I don't recognize the name. 
It's Kenjiro. <laughs> I wish it was Kenjiro. Oh, it's the main dude so that everybody thinks of Genjiro from Samurai Showdown. Oh, that makes sense. That's cool. Yeah. Do they show him in game at all? Well, they just. It's uh, it was sick. They use the Sam Show announcer and all the clips. Yeah. He says the Sam Show line. And also for everybody that was there at the watch party, knew that I called it like before this happened because they played uh, Soul Calibur music during the Sam Show trailer. Uh, cool. Okay. I'm the best. Next. I mean, he's a lot like. I mean, I, I know this is going to be like stereotyping characters, but is Mitsurugi in yeah, Soul Calibur he's pretty 6? Much Mitsurugi, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, they're both like samurai. Yeah, types. they're both samurai types, so it's going to be interesting how they differ them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, if bringing a character, because it's not the same as like bringing Akuma into Tekken because uh, they're similar movesets. No? You, were about, you were about to say something else, but you don't have to say it. So anyway, moving on, <laughs> Eunice. Yeah, let's talk about Eunice. This was the first uh, finals game on Saturday, and it was won by the guy who I didn't think was going to do it, but had to prove me wrong. Clear Lamp, taking it over Ohito and Hishigata. Uh, also, shout-outs to Rakir, representing the American continent. I knew this. Notice. Hey, did nope. I have some of those? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you, you don't even know who you had? No, not quite. I finished in last place <laughs> to people who don't even know who they picked. I, I picked someone with an O in their name. Yeah, you picked Ohito. Was that one of those guys? Yes! Second place. No nuts. <laughs> God! <laughs> their oh, their Evo is always won by a certain type of character. And this is why I feel like I do well on this. <laughs> and Clearlamp played a strategy that is very good for winning a tournament with over a thousand people in it. Where he did the same thing over and over and over again, and he set played his opponents to death, and it was beautiful. They make it look easy when that happens. It was a really entertaining top eight, by the way. Um, yeah, there was two of the characters that people consider bottom two. There's actually three of them. There was two Mikas, who's considered one of the worst characters in the game, and there was an, a Canadian Enkidu, who is considered for sure the worst character in the game. So, pretty exciting, especially because everyone was there. So now everybody should be playing Internet in Birth? It was cool. I mean, if you watched the game and you liked it, the community is definitely sizable enough for you to find someone near where you live. If you're interested in this game, I'm sure you have a local person who plays it. Yeah, and there was guys like, I think I saw a, da a tweet from Ultra David saying, man, I've been playing Mortal Kombat and like Street Fighter. Now I'm like really excited to play all these other games. I'm just like, you know, really invigorated by Evo Weekend. Was there any other news for Eunice, Steve? There might have been. Um, if you like, uh, this was the second worst uh, kept secret. Uh, this was leaked earlier this year, or last month, if I remember correctly, by a game rating board. But it is official. Uniclear is coming uh, in early 2020. And they have a brand new character. I forgot how to pronounce his name. I was going to skip ahead. Oh, well, we're here. Is that him? Anyway. Yeah, What's his name? Freaking uh, Ice T. Uh, Ice T is a fantastic yeah. name. I really should have written it in the in the run. Yeah, this is this is why I'm not the host. People. This is what this is why we're gonna miss out. God, he looks so sick. I will try the game again for this character. 
He looks so sick. Keep those trees. Oh. Look at that. That's the second coming right there, bro. Okay. Wow. I'm a fan, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Undernight, Inbirth. Is it pronounced X late? Cold just call it that. They call it clear now. Undernight clear, whatever. Uniclear. Yeah, Uniclear is how they pronounced it. So okay, that's what I'm going with. And I, I, I was going with uh, Uni Cilantro Lime Rice for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I'll call it Cilantro Lime Rice. You been going to Chipotle recently or what? <laughs> dude, my girlfriend made that on Sunday. Cilantro uh, lime rice. Okay, you have a girlfriend, dude. You have to just brag about it. Jeez. Just teasing. Was it good? No. <laughs> God. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's move on. We've got a lot of recap left. We Steve. do. Uh, DBFZ had its finals on Saturday as well. And if you did not watch the uh, winner's finals, especially uh, grand finals as well, but the winner's final was arguably the best set of any game this weekend. Goichi versus Sonic Fox. Goichi got the win in an incredible battle. I actually Um, did watch this one on the jump off. You guys were commentating this bad boy. Uh, I'm sorry, Steve. I cut you off. What was your thought? No, there? go for it. No, go for it. Well, for Mike, it. what do you think? I, you know, huge there was, viewership too. There was a point about four Goichi Sonic Fox Grand Finals hosted in random venues in, where people were like, "Can this game survive off this alone? You know, can this game survive off this rivalry alone?" And you go a year and a half later, and this rivalry made the game fun this weekend. I think a lot of people had a lot of shit to say about Dragon Ball Fighter Z and despite and including me and me and despite that this might have been the favorite grand final of the entire weekend. The story Goichi finally prevailing, Sonic grinding again, how close it was, Goichi's emotional reaction to winning. Yeah. Everything about this grand final was just awesome. And you didn't have to be a fan of the game. You didn't have to know a lot about the game to see how close it was, what it meant, and the tension and the excitement. And it was just awesome. And you got to see something out of a out of Goichi that you don't normally get to see out of him. And the excitement was, yeah, it was, it was invigorating. It was for everyone. That's great. Um, and also, again, it was impressive the amount of people watching it. Uh, there was some really good, and obviously there were some records broken, but just throughout Evo, we'll get to Mortal Kombat in a second. I think Mortal Kombat finals might have had the lowest viewership out of all the grand finals. Really? <laughs> Um, well, part, part of that was the length the, and, and the time slot too um, okay so that was Dragon Ball Fighters is there anything to announce there before we do that okay uh, we forgot to thank a couple people that subscribed uh, we have Olin7 NDO103 and Grown Up Mike all three of them subscribed time out time out let's get some claps get the Daigo claps bro easy claps alright cool. thank you very much for everybody who subbed <clears throat> okay moving on all right um yeah uh dbfc uh afterwards uh this is the dude. third worst kept secret janemba janemba he looks so much he... like cooler to me i could not tell him. Oh, yeah, I was because <laughs> you're just an uncultured swine <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, I had not heard of this character until like a month ago or whenever he was popping up to the leak. Um, apparently he's like 20 something years old from a really old Dragon Ball movie, right? Sure. Yeah, and he like, can, he like goes through dimensions and just created that sword out of like nothing and it's like the strongest sword ever of, any, of anything and he's just like this, you know, the traditional Dragon Ball bad guy who's more powerful times 10 than anything we've ever even conceived of before, but by the end of the arc somehow Goku figures out how to do it. Z says he's not canon. Yeah, that's what yeah, John's from. He's in like a movie, yeah. Well, whatever, man. Aren't the movies? I, I just saw... Well, we have non-canon yeah. Brawly in the Broly. game, and they're adding canon Brawly yeah. to the game. And then they also announced another character that's already... Isn't Gogeta already in the game? No, Vegeta is in the game. They're totally different. They fuse differently. One of them's got the ear, and one of them fuses my goods. I like this one better, so this is my guy. I was... Cool. I, I like him. He's cute. This one's from the newest movie, um, and he has a lot of his moves are like ripped straight out of the newest movie. But in Dragon, like something that people have forgotten in all the shitting on Dragon Ball Fighters, is how amazing the attention they they took to the movies and to the anime yeah. and to the manga was. Oh sure, and how like every pose and every move and every reference to a move in the game is so connected to Dragon Ball itself, and this character is no exception to that. Cool. Okay, next. Next up was Sam Show. Uh, this was a game that I talked about being a a pivotal one for the game simply because of you know that tournament with six Genjiros in top eight. We only had four, um, but it was a Genjiro who came out on top, uh, Infiltration got the win over Kazunoko, um, who is not from the U.S. <laughs> we're, we're trying to claim any win we can here, people. Uh, just yeah, that was, a real, that was a real triumphant return, wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Alex Valle making top eight at an Evo for the first time in a long time. Shout-outs to him. Also, Didi Mokov uh, carrying Brazil on his back. Great, great performance from him. Uh, but, yeah, this was this was an interesting tournament. Uh, Gameplay-wise, it was incredible. I mean, Infiltration just felt like he was on another level, um, especially that double i think it was versus kazunoko wasn't it where they uh where it was effectively double overtime yeah yeah where he popped it at zero you know and then right at to extend the time and then right as that was about to, to run out kazunoko popped his and it, it, it was just it was just incredible incredible gameplay from pretty much everyone you saw there this like and I, I know I'm talking about every game after it happens. That's what we want. I, I don't think this game's dead. I really don't. I don't think it'll be Street Fighter or Tekken. But being there and you know making it through the first round of pools and getting there, everyone who made it past the first round of pools was like a great fighting game player from another game who was talking about how much they liked this game. Everyone who was there, it was just a who's who of fighting games playing this game because it's simple to play, it's easy to get into, and it boils down the skills that are important in fighting games, footsies and patience and making reads. 
into an easier package. And it really did that, and I think it did that pretty effectively. And the balance sucks ass right now, and no one's going to deny that. But if they can fix the balance up, I think even if it's just because they're going to the tournament to play Street Fighter or they're going to the tournament to play Mortal Kombat, those guys are going to keep entering this game because it doesn't take that much upkeep. It's not that hard to play Genjiro. It's hard to win Evo. It's hard to beat good people with Genjiro. But it's not hard to remember your combo and to remember your mix-up and to remember how to hit the buttons. And so I think people who come to tournaments for games will continue to enter this for a very long time. Z says, could this game get that many entrants without the big pot prize? It probably helped, but, you know, I don't think it was the difference maker. Um, I also want to talk about how the Genjiros play differently. You know, you know, you, you assume with four different uh, four different people using the same character, you would see the same play style over and over again. And the character was literally in every match but one during the top eight. But you had, you know, you had one people, one person who was doing nothing but fireballs. You had Kazunoko who was basically. You, you could probably count the entire the number of fireballs he threw out on his uh, during the entire top eight on one hand. Yeah, it, it was just great. You know, it, it was good variety within the span of one character. Yeah, I, I think what Donko was saying earlier too, just that the FGC seems to be really loving this game, even with its faults as far as balance goes, uh, which is interesting because usually stuff gets well. Maybe not. It's really early and it's kind of expected, but uh, it seems to be true enough to like the older formula that it that it really works um, for the for the old school guys. You see people like Baye still like like excitedly playing and getting top eight of Evo. That's a that's a pretty cool look. Um, but a lot of the new people are excited to jump into it as well, and um, and so I think that it may might not. I'm not sure how much of a flashy show like that that ESPN wants to pick up. It is, or it has been, especially if you have a repetitive, you know, Genjiro problem. But the FGC seems to love it, and if they're loving it, then I think it stays alive at competitions longer, um, maybe even more efficiently than if ESPN kind of loved it. Small mm-hmm. anecdote: This was my first ever time I made someone rage quit at Evo. Um, I was playing with Sagai the first match around two pools. Um, I pit Genjiro, and he says, "Fucking Genjiro, fuck!" He plays. <laughs> One round, and the second round, because I don't know how this guy made it out of pools. I instantly power up, and I instantly do the Isen, because he was just yelling and muttering under his breath the whole time, and I thought it was funny. And I hit yeah. him with it, and he just puts down his stick, unplugs it, and leaves. Was he the one that uh, went back and deleted the game off the machine? <laughs> and he picks Charlotte. It's not like he picked someone shitty. Like Anyway, it was funny. It was the first time. Awesome. He, he made it one round. It was lit. That's funny. Uh, that's Achievement Unlocked right there. Yeah. All right, any announcements for Samurai Showdown, Steve? Um, do we want to talk about that, the winner, a little bit before? Well, we're already in there. Yeah, I started the trailer, I'm sorry. So, Infiltration won. We did, um, a good, no one did, we did a good job not talking about it that much, I feel like. I, I, I The one thing, and I need to get this off my chest. You know, they, they tried to have the best of both worlds with Infiltration. You know, at this point, you either you're either on the side where he got railroaded or the side where, where he is this unrepentant bastard and there, and that's it. But they tried to play both sides of the fence. You know, on Friday, they showed him a couple times on stream for his matches. Saturday, he was almost completely, you know, 
He was almost off stream completely up until top eight where, you know, he obviously won. You had the Twitter account come out and say, treat it at, or say the line in, in his triumphant return. But then when we go back and watch on Sunday with the view, uh, the recap video, him winning was the only championship that wasn't shown during the recap. So it, it it's just, it felt like they were trying to play both sides of the fence and it just made it pissed everybody off. I thought it was you know, a poor I, choice of words on that tweet, but I will, you know, if I want to analyze it further than I care to, actually, I will say triumphant in that he won, return in that he wasn't competing. So he was technically as far correct. As he was concerned, he was competing. He was there last year. I agree with that. Okay, so did you get it off your chest? Uh, as as much as I care to tonight. Okay, so are we going to watch that trailer again or what? Fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, nah, don't apologize, though. Uh, so. Rimuru. God damn it. <laughs> Rimuru. Let me tell you, if they don't nerf Gendra, none of this shit matters. <laughs> like, they might as well not be characters in the game. It'll be Basara. Basara is... This is my guy, though. Uh, not this one. The next one. No, the little boy with the umbrella. That's the one I played in the old games. So this is a ton of new characters. Well, this is like they announced the whole season one in advance. Oh, neat. And a special present. A little boy with an umbrella. For free. Yeah, I like this character. She's a Mara. He, uh... If he's anything like the old version of the game, he has kind of like a Balrog turnaround punch type input. And it's extremely strong. Hey, well, that's cool. But that's not all. Samurai Shodan does your character popularity in first place. Mina Majikama. Is she just an old central character? Waifu number 10 for Elan over here. Oh, yeah. Got him. Okay. Next. There is also one still image that SNK showed off. If you want to put that on screen, there it is. It is in production. No release date. No gameplay footage, just a logo and acknowledgement that they're working on it. But for a lot of people, that's all they wanted. That's all they needed. Well, this is way better than the KOF 14 announcement, which was when they had like the weird looking KO they later scrapped and it looked fucking terrible. And for people thought one. people thought it was a joke. So, I mean, I'd take the still image over that. And I'm excited for this. King of Fighters is my favorite fighting game series. So I hope this is good. Wow, I thought it was I, Smash. I do think expectations are going to be a lot higher this time around because last year, you know, or last time with 14, they were the little studio that could. And their their graphics not being bad or being bad was because, you know, it's a small team. They're trying their best. Um, but now they've got some success at their back. They've got some big backing. Um, so I do feel that people aren't going to have aren't going to be quite as forgiving it of missteps if there are any at launch, but let's hope they take their time, get it right, and put out a great game. I didn't mean to laugh during uh, what you were saying, Steve, but I just remembered the block grab that I have prepared for you guys, and I laughed. He's been laughing about that all day. I'm sorry, but Sam Show, regardless of why it happened, whether it's because there was money in the pot, whether it's because it's an easy game, whether it's because it was announced before Evo, Sam Show having like over 1,500 entrants, and a top eight of like eight of the greatest fighting game players of all time is a good look for SNK. 
and it's a much better start for KOF 15 than KOF 14 kind of coming out of nowhere after all they made was gacha gambling games in Japan. So they have, they have a lot more to work with, and I think they have a lot more to tell the investors and to tell the higher-ups of the company to give them some money for this game, and I'm hopeful. Zalbag, thank you for subscribing for 20 months now. And thank you to JGB Pro88 uh, for the kind words. Yep, and Digital Sword for subscribing for three months a little earlier. Thank you, Digital Sword. Yeah. Actually, I had uh, I was ready with some Giffaroonies. Here we go. This is for Digital Sword and uh, who else, Steve? Zalbagbear. Beowulf. I really have no idea how to pronounce that. I've tried every single time. All right. Um, where we're we going next. Oh. Um, I skipped Onsei. something for the uh, Guilty Gear, or not Guilty Gear, but DBFC. They finally announced the full schedule for the uh, World <laughs> Tour. Hey, neat. Oh, cool. So, yeah, there it is. Um, no more in events Monterrey, in the Mexico? U.S., cool. but there are events in Mexico and Puerto Rico if you want to get your travel on. I always threaten to go to Thunderstruck. Um, I'll go with you if you go. Well, Monterrey is where my entire family is from. Um, I was born in Texas, but my family's from Monterrey, so I would love to go. If you're down, I'm down. I'm down. Can we stay there with your family? Yeah, why not? That'd be great. I'll come too. Sorry, there was a Don't s- hit it towards me. <laughs> There's a spider coming down on a web <laughs> in the studio here. Don't worry about that. Oh, I wish you cut that. I was about to turn it over, but he hit it, and now it's probably in my hair, and I'm scared. <laughs> Um, okay, moving on. Mortal Kombat 11. Mortal Kombat 11 closed out the night on uh, Saturday. Opened the day on Sunday because, god damn, that took a while. Uh, it ended the way a lot of people thought it would end, with Sonic Fox on top taking it over Dragon in the grand final. Tekken Master uh, making top three as well. Part of a big big weekend for Middle Eastern players, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll, we'll touch on a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, it was a long day for Sonic Fox. He, he had that draining, draining tournament in DBFC, and then came back, played his semis in Mortal Kombat, played the finals in Mortal Kombat. That tournament literally went three hours and 40 minutes, that top eight. How, what was it scheduled for, Mr. It was, Spreadsheets? Lord? It was... They blocked out three hours for it. Like, it was end of the night, so it had some room to go over. Mm -hmm. But there was, like, a 22-minute break in there, and then another 15-minute break later. I don't know if there were technical issues. But either way, gameplay alone was, like, three hours 30, which was just absolutely draining. I have a weird aside here, based on watching Mortal Kombat 11 and following Sonic Fox on Twitter. Did he out dragon on twitter because he was like it's the battle of the gays no dragons no he's been out for a while yes i had no idea and i was like wait sonic fox that's not your information to share yes it's been out for a long time okay well now i know well i i think the tradition is to tweet it out after you win tournaments and sonic fox is just not giving them a chance to as mm-hmm. of late mm-hmm. yeah that came off as much more mean-spirited than i intended that to be <laughs> i didn't take it as mean-spirited at all Okay. Definitely so, the most consistent game. I mean, the same like 16 people will make top 16 most of the time. So take that as you will. I, this is one that I did get to watch a little bit of it. I didn't actually watch Grand Finals, but I was I, I caught a lot of top eight. And um, 
it, it was the late good in the players night. Players do well in this game, but I, I fell asleep. I'm not gonna lie, I fell asleep even though it was really late in the night. So that might have been the reason. Um, but uh, it wasn't as exciting for me as even like Tekken because uh, I caught some of Tekken as well. Does this game have a problem in not being the hypest of games in an it's era dog. where we it's need hype ass games? It, it's an NRS game, and but it's, it's a new same. NRS game. I think I, it's exactly where NRS games usually fall. I, I think the bigger issue in the in terms of this discussion is everything being three out of five for top eight. Yeah, well, and it just hell? just the pacing of it doesn't feel like it needs to be three out of five. But you can't put that toothpaste back in the tube. You know, Injustice got to that point. They decided Mortal Kombat needed to be there, um, and it's just oh, it. it like and and I will say this I had gotten up early on Saturday I made it up to um cuz I got up at like 7 my time I got to uh through top 6 of Mortal Kombat and then I just had to call it a night yeah because I simply could not you know it it wasn't enough to keep sleepy me going and I hate saying that because it sounds like I'm shitting on Mortal Kombat and I kind of am, you know, unintentionally, but... Has, has I, this been a general sentiment amongst the community, though? Like, have we seen a lot of people talking about this, or is it just kind of first coming up here? And, I mean, I'm sure other people might think this, but I'm just saying it because I felt it. I think MK players and NRS players like MK11 a lot, from what I've heard, but people who don't tend to say they preferred MKX. I don't know if that's a style thing. I don't know what it is, but... MKX was hyper for longer, I think, in terms of general overview from the community sure. that this game was. No, I think new this became. We don't know. There was really never a point where non NRS players played this game compared to MKX, which went at least a couple months with, you know, like big Street Fighter names Chris and big G's anime names and... trying it out. Okay. You might be onto something. Um,. Might be great. I don't know. I, I I played the game. I don't think. In fact, I might have won the tournament. I had to drop out of the tournament um, <laughs> while I was still in the bracket. So for all we know, I would have beaten Sonic. <laughs> Could have happened. Yeah, you're absolutely um, right. Totally. What right. might have been? I don't think it's a bad game at all. I just think that it's an NRS game. There were some announcements. There were some reveals. There was some communication from Ed Boone himself saying, we'll do better. It seems to be the consensus is that like it's WB that's uh, hamstringing their trailer release and character release dates, but um, we got a trailer. We got a trailer for Nightwolf early, yeah, and here it is. Oh, that's for you, John. Oh. And uh, if you want more gameplay, um, uh, there is going to be I, I a Nightwolf showcase tomorrow on uh, NetherRealm stream. Uh, that was shouted out by. JG Pro 88 in the, in the chat, so thank you for that. Yeah, and Maximilian has a video up. Uh, he got to play it at Eva. He goes through Nightwolf's like, strings and uh, does a handful of combos and stuff, and talks about playing them too. So that's, I think, on the front page of the Hub right now. I'm not mistaken. The bear is cool. The wolf is cool. He throws a falcon at peeps. That's um, cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I, I'm definitely going to play the show's character. He's uh, my Mortal Kombat T Hawk, and I'm excited. Um, so let's watch this because it's cool and the uh, fatality is... Actually, I wasn't super impressed with the fatality. I thought it was kind of generic. Um, no, no, no. That's the second fatality that they showed, which is also has its issues because he kills him 
And then the bear basically plays with his dead body, if you think about it, because the dude's dead already. It's like, okay, we got it. But That's this, that's it. But, but, but this fatality here... I haven't seen any of this. Okay, well, let me just get to it. No, Elon. Okay. So, he's the, the, this here's is the, an X-ray uh, or whatever fatal blow. Some arrows. Looks like any other fatal blow. Mm -hmm. Well, that should kill him. Well, a lot of things should kill people in this game that don't. That was a joke. Oh, God. That, that one looks a little a shorter. Okay, okay, here's the fatality. Look at this. Okay. Look at this. Okay. He just unzips from the front. Oh, fuck. And then, he, and then pretty, he cuts his heart and I agree. That's a normal fatality. Like, it's That's not like, like uh, Nightwolf specific. No, yeah, I agree. I don't like that. Um, either way, I'm excited for him. And, and this, this win winning pose here where he just screams into the air and then it transitions I like to the that one. badass, dude. That's cool. That's now, probably the coolest how cool would it be other than collectors, which are all the coolest. Collectors neat. How cool would it be if Nightwolf had a alternate costume where he's wearing like the three wolf barking at the... Three wolf moon the moon? shirt? Yes. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be pretty sick, right? Hey, but to what Steve was talking about, this tweet here from Tyler Lansdowne. He says, not only do we have a look at Nightwolf tomorrow, we will be going over a selection of the upcoming balance changes. We might, be go we might go along. Hashtag Codal Collector Con. I mean, that's my character. Codal Con's mine. I got my ass bopped by a Shao Con online. I was like, oh, I'm going to mop the floor with this guy. It did not work out that way. I think Shao that means Shao Kahn might be getting buffed too. Probably. Correct. Shao Kahn. Yes. Those are three of the worst characters for sure. Okay. Um, Mortal Kombat 11, one of four launch titles for PS4 Challenger Series. Steve, you said that this was the Sony connection. Yeah, so Sony announced right before Evo uh, a partnership with ESL Gaming uh, to bring uh, PlayStation tournaments, uh, PlayStation connected tournaments to a few of those of their games. Uh, the list includes FIFA 20 when it comes out. Uh, it's also going to include, uh, I forget the, uh, oh, here's the, the initial list so far, Battlefield 5, FIFA 20, Warface, and Mortal Kombat 11. And those, the first tournaments actually started today. So you can actually sign, which is, here's something that I really like. You can actually sign up for the tournaments from inside the game itself. Hmm. Which, which I think is a really, really good chance yeah. to uh, bring in some fans who might not necessarily you, seek out that. Yeah, and, and I played a little more coming over the weekend, and it was there was like an announcement, full screen, basically text slide that said, hey, Evo's happening right now. Hit here to, to go over to Twitch. So that was neat, too. There's a lot more integration to the esports scene in general uh, within the game, and I think that's, a, as you said, a step in the right direction. So, yeah, so... Basically, prizing. There's three stages. Uh, you get in-game currency. You get time crystals if you uh, if you are in the top 32 of the second stage. Uh, if you if you make it to the final stage and win, you also get uh, a trip to NEC uh, later this year. So, That's sponsor cool. trip. You also get a thousand cash. So. <clears throat> Why wouldn't you do it is what you're saying. Next, we're already uh, past the hour, and we still have one, two, three, four games to get through. So BB Tag, please. BB Tag, this is the Sunday game. Uh, and it is a rare sight. Anime game, Evo Main Stage, won by an American. Shinku, 
representing the TX, taking it over Domi in the grand final to get the spot. Uh, Domi conti- or Shinku continuing the tradition of players clinching that Arc Regal World Tour spot and then still going on uh, to win the final. Uh, Base, another USA player, getting uh, top six, so congratulations to her. She has also clinched a place in the Arc Revo World Tour Finals. If we take a look at the names, uh, your band Koji Coke uh, getting the getting a spot as well as uh, Tomorello, Domi, Gouda, Kame. Um, I have heard that Wean from Korea is uh, scheduled to uh, do some military service, so he may be replaced in the field, but uh, not 100% on that, but it's coming from Blue who's really in touch with that scene. So I would assume uh, that info is good. And then after the finals, we got a peek at Blaze Blue Cross Tag 2.0. There's a lot to, to take away from this. Um, Sengan Basura is the next bait. It's included in the game. As- <laughs> All right. You know what? <laughs> I just know it has whatever. Here, here, you get a tank. All right, I don't care about anything else. This is the only thing that matters. You get to play as a fucking tank. I can't believe they added Blitz Tank. This is the most insane announcement ever. So this is a character from the same series as Akatsuki from Ujimunist and Akatsuki Blitzkong. A horrible dojo game that I love with all my heart where the Japanese rewrote history and decided they were fighting against the Nazis. Um, <laughs> if only. And, yeah, that's it's fun. That's a, so that's a sick-ass-looking tank, though, man, with a big old spooky skull face on it. If I were to play this game, that's the only character I would use. And then there's Neapolitan from uh, Ruby. Five more characters to be announced later. But none of them are tanks, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Can't create. Blitz sucked, and Akatsuki Blitz God. It's gonna be interesting to see how he fits into this game. He's so big. Yeah, I feel like he's either gonna be really good or really bad. Like there's gonna be no. That's usually how these characters end up. Yeah. I mean, Abigail is pretty good, right? Shinku winning was cool, man. This is the first time I've ever gotten to see like someone I've played with all the time win Evo. That's cool. And I'm not super close with them or anything, but like. This one hit different for me, where it's like, wow, like, I've played that guy all the time. I've beaten him sometimes. I've lost him other times. Like, and he just won Evo. And he won it convincingly. So, awesome. Right on. Arc River World Tour finalists. Are we going to go through that? Uh, we already did. Okay. Uh, my bad. Space Dive. CPT so, Evo 2019. Super premiere event. Yeah, and Space Dive, thanks you for the oh. subscription. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Get the doubles. That's a double, bruh. Okay. Thank you, Space Dive. Uh, so, Street Fighter V, top eight, uh, the second game on on Sunday, uh, and it was won by Bonchan, oh, getting the win. Damn it! Yes. Even though Over- that affected my uh, my picks, well, meaning in that it wasn't my pick, I was still really excited to see Bonchan win this. I had Big Bird. Well. Man, I am just so happy for Big Bird. Um, You know, just seeing him go through 
all the grinding that he's done over the past few years um, to see him not only make top eight, but get all the way to fucking grand finals. I know it sucks to get that close and lose, but this man finished second at Evo. How many people can even say that ever? It, 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 it was an amazing performance from him, as well as for uh, the world champion Infectious. Dude, that was... Come on, man. <laughs> like, I get you have to be prepared and you have to have those pre-made, right? But uh, you probably have... I don't know. Because it comes up on preview first, right? Like, I'm it sure wasn't the guys... even the guy in grand finals, too. Which maybe, it would have been one thing if they'd, like, clicked the wrong one and they had two right there ready to press. But Infectious was weird. Yeah. But, you know, congratulations like to Infectious. And, away, you know, the big camera shot to show the crowning moment... And then it's just the, oh, man. And, and it's funny, I, too, because every Evo champion that I'm friends with on Facebook has that picture as, like, their <laughs> cover photo. It's always, like, their name on the Evo stage. And so, unfortunately, uh, Bunch- Mr. Bunch- Bonchan Bunch- can no longer. Oh, well, I guess he can. Yeah, he can add an infectious yeah. one. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, Street Fighter was hype. It was cool. Um, obviously there was some reveals there as well. Well, reveal maybe is not the right word for it, but, um, you know, it was almost like we didn't have to worry or think about that prior to grand finals. Uh, in a weird way, the leak of these three characters coming to Street Fighter Five um, made it so, because I, who, who was commenting? I think it might have been you, Steve. Uh, it was, um, Bailey was like, I can't wait to see all these reveals and trailers on grand finals day. And was that you, Steve? That was like, I can't believe that that's what people are excited about at the biggest, most important tournament of the year. How, how, am I, am I uh, misparaphrasing? The way the way I phrased it was that it was telling that a lot of people think of it as reveals day and not finals day. You know, although even with the leak, there was still that widely held belief that it was, you know, it was a planned leak that there would be something else coming. Uh, but no, that was not the case. Uh, what we got was leaked on was it wednesday or, or thursday thursday oh, it, was, it was wednesday it was wednesday it was wednesday um and yeah unfortunately uh it was due to steam we found out later uh they did go uh go public with a statement that says quote and i'm stalling for time because i can't pull up the uh, i'll read it for uh, you here steam on the you. early release of the street fighter 5 evo trailer Quote, on Wednesday of this week, there was a mix-up in the publishing process at Valve that caused a Street Fighter V trailer to go live on Steam ahead of schedule. The trailer includes the major reveal of Poison, Lucia, and E. Honda as characters joining the fighter roster. It's regrettable and unintentional situation. <coughs> and we have already implemented measures to prevent this error from happening again. We are fans of Street Fighter ourselves, and we're super sorry that we took Dog, years off Ona's life. they finally didn't fuck up, and someone else fucked up for them. How much does that cursed. suck? They They're finally, cursed. It's like the first time they didn't fuck up ever. And then somebody else fucks up for And them. someone else fucks up. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. Because it was like I was saying beforehand. If it was only characters, do you think that would have gotten a great reaction uh, in the arena? People I don't at least think it been, would. Better than this. People would have been like, you know, Oh, Honda's like the last Street Fighter 2 character, and some people like him for some reason, you know? I don't think it would have been crazy, but I think it would have been not the developer crying with a poem, which was kind of hype in its own way. 
I think they call it schadenfreude. You were happy at their... No, I wasn't happy for it. I was saying that it was like they did a decent job as far as things could have gone. I think there's a new blip of... And that blip's not enough. I think there's a new little wave of hype and people are checking out these characters and we're looking forward to the future because we know that there's new stuff on the horizon. The The ship remains afloat. Uh, no, I got, I got a chance to play all three characters uh, over... Sunday night and yesterday, and I found them the three of them to be very fun. People are saying Lucia looks like the standout. She's, she looks like she's going to be ridiculous. She looks okay. ridiculous. Yeah, she she yeah. has a lot of fun. She's got she's almost reminds me of Guy from Street Fighter Four because she has like a lot of run cancel stuff. A cab. What? Oh, I gotta say. Uh, she's a cop. Yeah, she oh. is a cop. Uh, yeah, and uh, I was talking a little bit earlier with Efren, but like Poison also has like some stance cancel stuff, which is really neat. Honda's got, like, the Honda hand execution. So, like, there's a lot of, like, tricky things in these characters that make them very fun to play comparative to, like, the launch roster, as it were. I uh, reinstalled Street Fighter V last night so that I could play, and um, I made the mistake of also reinstalling the story mode. So when I finally booted up the game, it was, like, not – it was too late. I had to go to bed. So I haven't played any of the characters yet. But I'm really excited about E-Honda. He's super excited about E-Honda. Um, that's why I reinstalled the game. Street Fighter Five, there'll probably be more. Oh, they they said that there'll be more announcements, right, going coming forward. There's another one in November, yeah. and then or, and then one in December too, I think. Something like that. Some, didn't they, didn't you say there was going to be a big thing at Capcom Cup? Yeah, yeah. The Winter Bundle and then DiCaprio in December. It, it does sound like uh, the big change that they couldn't wait to tell us about was that they were going to uh, go to uh, longer times, but multiple characters at once you know yeah. three now three later which if that was always going to be the plan that would have been fine had they said so yeah. at some point over the last eight months hmm. yeah we won't ever understand the inner workings and i think even if you were able to corner one of the guys that's on the team and ask them they'd be like no this was the plan all along and uh this has nothing to do with you know team usa and team japan uh, you know having differences of opinions not like I had that on record from uh, Haunts or anything like that. Um, okay, so next game. Next game, Tekken. Good-ass Tekken. Mm-hmm. That phrase is going to come up later uh, for reasons. Shasta Pakistan. Uh, Arslan Ash. It is no fluke. He, he is he's the king right now, and the scary part is he says he's not even the best player in Pakistan. Wow, is that for real? <laughs> Fuck me up too. He beat him bad. Yeah, it was it was rough. It was it was just an absolute wall of pressure. It was almost the was least just... exciting Evo Finals because he just beat everyone so bad. It was like insane. But in contrast, in contrast though, like the losers final was like the best yeah. fucking thing ever, in my opinion. And the, and the grand final where he where he made that those two random switches because he he said that you know he felt like he had to make big guesses and take. Big risks to beat Ar- Arslan Ash, mm-hmm. and it turns out that might be the case. But he didn't. Get, it didn't pay off this time. It was exciting, you know, but it was just absolutely mind blowing to see how badly he was. Just he he just didn't let Knee do anything. Like Knee would get a couple of rounds, like off of big explosions, where he could get he could uh, take it to the wall and get seventy percent. But those are just so few and far between. And it's and it's just that's knee. That's usually knee doing that to the best players of America or Europe. 
to see someone do that to him is just absolutely it it continues to astound me yeah isn't that what we mentioned in the chat when we were watching is that knee was doing this to anakin like not 20 minutes before This right. is a, this is a legendary thing that happens in fighting games, but this time it actually came true. Both Ultra David and Fubarduck have separate stories of Pakistani immigrants to the U.S. telling them that Pakistan is the best at fighting games and that they kick everyone's ass and that they are by far the best at Tekken. And you know you hear these things all the time. And Florida used to say that about Marvel. And you know this is this is like it's really true. And like if. If this dude really beat me that bad and says there are players that good there, you have to believe it to some extent, right? You have to. And it's also exciting about the where Tekken sits right now. It's like, damn, we thought we had already hit like peak Tekken 7. No, 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 no. There's a whole other level. There's levels to this. Nah, dude. There's like bars on Bash or something over there, like the second <laughs> one. Like they're, they're, they're killing it over there. I can't even imagine what is going on in the Tekken cabinets over there. That's yeah, it. there's players out there like uh, Honey who uh, beat Cheeker in 10-0 when when uh, he came over when they uh, played a long set. Uh, there's players like um, Sora who's doing well there. There there are people, you know. It it doesn't sound like actual like modesty. It sounds like yeah. Th- if this team ever got to uh, if this team ever got to like Master Cup or something. They could do serious, the fir- serious. The damage. first tournament organizer to recognize this and fly out like Arslan Ash's top three Pakistan picks is smart because that is going to be a highly viewed tournament. It's worth the, if you're an esports team, it's worth a shot. You know, if if you're Nasser, if you're V Slash, go for it. You know, the dividends could be huge. You could you could have a big big roster of. Tekken Masters there, if, if you take that risk. Speaking of getting players out from other parts of the world, Angel Hunter 48 reminds us that Sherry Genix, through her efforts of helping people with their passports and immigration and stuff like that, was instrumental yep. in getting Arzon Ash yep. to the United States for this. Yeah, so shouts to Sherry. E-Fight Pass, yeah, absolutely. Which is uh, the reason I almost didn't vote for Marine in uh, Street Fighter League. Uh, yeah, after that, uh, they announced a couple new characters coming to the game. Uh, Zafina will yeah, be... So there it is. Okay, so okay. Zafina. Zafina, uh, returning character. She is the first character of Season 3, uh, which will consist of four characters. Uh, she will come out next this month. Is your fate. Uh, and then later this year, but there's a red line underneath those uh, pictures that group everything together. So it's Zafina and then uh, Leroy, another character, and a new mode. And then uh, for spring of 2020, it will be a character and a stage. All right, let's just watch this because it's super cool. Yeah, everybody thought it was going to be Wang. Or whatever guy is. Feels cool, man. There's a lot of people saying that he might be uh, Eddie Gordo's Well, no, because it also talks about how he's been missing for decades. Right, but, um, you know, he's got the dreads. He's kind of cool. Yeah, he's badass. He got the one-inch punch there. A little boost of the action. 
Um, yeah, I think he's super cool. That's great. Look at him, dude. Shades on? Did you see the tweet from, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Lupe, Lupe Fiasco. Fiasco. <laughs> he looks exactly <laughs> like he, he, this guy looks exactly like Lupe Fiasco's Lupe Fiasco had white hair. Okay, so, so that was some good ass Tekken right there. So everyone's talking about that character now, but there was a character that everyone was expecting to see, and they did not see. Um, this was this ended up being a huge freaking deal. So uh, between during games uh, or during the top eights, they would do like meme things on the screen during you know uh, for the audience at home or in in the arena, excuse me. And one of those things, right after Losers Finals, was a codec out of Metal Gear Solid came on screen with the codec call, and it was a picture of Harada uh, with Snake on there, and it was Snake saying, that was some good-ass Tekken. And then it went away. And then everybody and Riff, lost their mind. Who's got a look on his face like, is that what I think it is? And, of course, everybody, the implication was, oh, my God, is Snake coming to Tekken? That's the hypest fucking thing. Nope. Not coming to Tekken. JK, it, it got him. It was a joke. <laughs> terrible, a joke. terrible, terrible joke. And the backlash has been strong. Uh, Harada uh, sent out a few tweets that made it clear he was not happy with it, that it made things more difficult if he wants to work with that company in the future uh, with uh, – Konami, excuse me. Uh, David Hayter, the <laughs> voice of Snake, actually came out and said, Evo, you also failed to consult me or Konami. Please do not use my voice to promote other games. Ever. Because uh, someone, e it was either Markman himself or someone who got it as a gift from Markman, uh, had him record like a little cameo clip. You know, one of those sites where you pay a celebrity like 40 50 dollars and they'll record like a five six second video of them saying something and someone had him say man that was some good ass deccan and that was the sound clip they used on screen i think konami must have called david hater or something and, and ripped into him because like this tweet is harsh like he might like there there this tweet must have been like a lot of people must have been really mad when this happened, like there must've been a jillion phone calls between Konami, Bandai, you know, Namco, Harada, Evo, etc. Like everyone was pissed off. Yeah. Because Evo also came out and we're like, yeah. Hey, just to clear things up. And they also brought out these big frogs, like the metal gear frogs and gave them out to people. And it really felt like it was a snake reveal. I, they meant it to be a joke, and it was kind of a perfect storm of like, oh, Snake would fit well in Tekken. Oh, that would be hype. Like, he's already been in Smash. Like, this is totally possible. This isn't even that weird. In fact, this is awesome. This is the best thing ever. Because it felt like it. Like, Snake in Tekken is the best thing ever. Everyone wants it. Like, no one could be upset about that. And if it was actually revealed and they had used that codec, that would have been hype as fuck. Yeah, it would have been like the That literally would have been the best Evo reveal ever <laughs> if they did that and then later played the Snake reveal. So that's... I think the fact that it didn't happen mixed with the fact that it was like potentially a copyright issue mixed with the fact that <laughs> it pissed off everyone at Konami. It, it really does suck. And, and like two, you know, had this happened two years ago, I don't think it would have gotten nearly as much traction, but because we're in a post 
a uh, a post uh, Negan world in a post uh, Noctis world, it didn't feel outside the realm of possibility. Yeah. So you know, had this happened, it made perfect ago, it sense. Like, it was like, oh, duh! Why didn't we think of that earlier? Yeah. So anyway, uh, let's poo-poo that no more. Let's move on to the main game of EVO 2019, and that was Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. It was the one that closed the show. It ended with the winner we all expected, but not in the way we expected. Uh, MK Leo entered the grand final, or entered top eight on the loser side, uh, sent there by uh, Kameme from Japan. One of six Japanese players to make top 12. Uh, but then he ran a train over everyone up until Tweak. Uh, Tweak was up in grand final 2-0. He was up three stocks to one. MK Loyal was on his last life. And then he just flipped the switch, brought that match all the way back, won the next two, and then swept the, swept the reset 3-0. It cool. was just an absolute... It was like night and day going between those two. Uh, But again, we see international presence. Uh, You know, you had Mexico, you had USA, you had Glatoni and France uh, making the top three. So just showing that it's not just the U.S. anymore. It's not just Japan anymore. It's everybody. That's great. That's what I love so much about EVO because so many more people you'll see there. Granted, MKLeo does travel to a lot of events, but it's fantastic. Um, are there any other because you know the meme is oh King of Fighters is the game that Mexico plays but are there any other games that you can think of currently where Mexico is anywhere near this level I mean this is the top where MK yeah. Leo is blatantly and by a margin the best Smash player in the world um, I would say Mexico is pretty strong at fighting games in general though right but like um, this, this is the first is time the I see Mexico he's in the a best. top 8 at Evo he's the best it's not the first time Mexico's made a top 8 at Evo though there were several Mexican players in who King made of top Fighters. eight in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 in King of Fighters. In Marvel vs. 3, we had Fruitsy, we had Tequa, we had various people who made it's top like eight. Like Captain America yeah, and so. – um, all right. Um, right on. Anything else to be said about Smash Brothers Ultimate? There was no reveals there. Not I, really. There is – they did uh, – they're doing another Smash Open online. Uh, this one's going to be a little different because it is two out of three games. And items are off. So a little closer to the rule set that um, tournament Smash players are expecting. So hey, we we'll got, see if We ever- still have like a solid 15 minutes of episode left, and we're already at our limit. So we're going to go a little bit late. Shout-outs to Ultra Chen. I hope that they're taking the day off. Or if I, 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 just I, I don't want to eat into their time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're off. They usually never do uh, a show after EVO. Okay, right so then let's go briefly through the what to watch um, so we can talk about our final topics. Yeah, so um, f- the things don't rest. Uh, you've got Super Smash Con starting Thursday uh, and a couple of online tour events, uh, CPT on Saturday. Uh, and then the Dead or Alive World Tour has its first online event starting Sunday. Top 8 will air on Tuesday uh, midday if you're in the U.S., because it is a Western Europe top eight. So a couple uh, things to choose from this coming week. And since we're on the topic of uh, Ultra Chan and James Chan, it appears to be in the chat. I just want to say that I thought he was looking extra sharp. His haircut was nice, and his commentary was good. 
And I'm going to give him credit for having a stiff upper lip and not doing the meme of crying after grand finals, even though S-Kill really was baiting him into it. Thank you for staying strong, James Chen. You helped me stay strong. All right. Um, let's get into some of the results of our fantasy picks. We shall see how it went. Do we really have to? Yes. This is horseshit. I don't accept this. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, okay. I had Omasu or whatever. I don't fucking ex- This is stupid. Wait, why is Kiyame 100 points? He got second. Uh, I won! What the hell? Kiyame? Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah! <laughs> I was like, how did I get first, 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 second, and then 113th and not win? There you What's go. up, Steve? Look What's at that up, eagle Steve? eye. I spotted it instantly. <laughs> I have no idea how, how that got there. I can't believe it. I was like, how did I lose? I literally guessed the first three Evo champions in a row. And I was like, there's no way I didn't win this contest. <laughs> and lo and behold, my non-acceptance has turned into fact. And Mike <laughs> won. He won. Sorry, John. Yeah, get fucked, John. <laughs> Infectious oh, wins. <laughs> you know what? It's been a long week. So John, we John, time out. Now. Let's give John the floor. John, how do you feel about this? Uh, we go. We go live to reaction here. <laughs> uh, John Velociraptor Guerrero thought he had won the fantasy pick. However, he has just learned moments ago that he in fact got second place due to a clerical error <laughs> on behalf of Steve Ace King Officer Jerick. John, your reaction, please. <laughs> Steve, this is what you've done. This is what you have caused. <laughs> John is leaving. John, I thought I was the one leaving the show. John, please come back. John can have my pizza. I don't need it. All I needed was to know I'm the best. I predict Evos. I predict champions. Okay, so we have just learned that due to a clerical error, Steve was wrong. Steve, we go now live to you, Steve. You can have my pizza, John. You can come back. One per schedule. Steve, uh, John, please put your headphones back on, John. John, 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 can you hear me, John? Yes. John, I understand why you would want to get up and walk away, and if this is a difficult time for you, um, I'm going to ask that you please collect yourself and give us your opinion on, on how you're feeling right now. Give us your thoughts. <laughs> this sucks, man. <laughs> it was like this epic comeback where I thought Dawson was going to win too, and then I get this message. It's like, well, if MK Leo wins Smash, John wins. But if not, <laughs> so I tune into the stream, and it's this epic conclusion. And he wins, and I'm like, yes, I'm going to get a pizza, and I'm going to throw it away on stream, like in the trash in front of Die. This whole thing planned out. Oh, and now, like, I, I wouldn't have even shown up today if I, didn't, if I thought I had lost. John, what do you want to say to Steve, though, is what I really want to know. Uh, I mean, I think it's... You're quitting. I'm firing Steve, <laughs> and I'm quitting myself. So, Donka and Alon, you guys have fun. You're really good at what you do. All right. Well, um, those are the results. I feel like I should feel bad, but I don't. So that's, <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. Those are the results for the panel. I hope that the math is correct on the results of the fantasy draft for our viewers because that's what we're going to go to Well, next. they kicked my ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, this doesn't impact who won. Uh, it is Ryu Dragon 29, who got four out of five winners. Got bon, uh, Goichi Infiltration, Bonchan, and MK Leo. His, he also got Ni, who finished second. So it was almost a perfect score. 
uh, for them. Shayon, 26, finished second. Uh, and they all kicked our butts. Everyone kicked my butts. I I didn't even get 300 points. Both your butts? John doesn't even know who he picked, and he beat me. This, oh, all right. Uh, so, Ryu Dragon, congratulations. Uh, we I, I've already talked to him. Uh, we're going to get him the pizza uh, pretty soon. And then for our – I don't have a graphic for this. Um, for our bold prediction, uh, I am – we are going if I can pull it up. Uh, We're going to cancel it because they leaked the Street Fighter Five stuff, and that's what somebody's bullet prediction was. But they they made the prediction about twelve hours before the leak was out. Okay, what was the prediction? Let me hear it. Do you have the, it listed? That there? Street Street Fighter Five reveals three characters. Wow, what a bold prediction! Well, everybody, pretty that much everybody true. else got it got it off. Shouts to Kwanzaa gifting a cheer one sub to Ryu Dragon. Hey, thanks. <laughs> um, okay. So is there anything else to be talked about, or can I get into my block grab? Still your block. Oh, sh- sh- actually, um, there was a trailer. Oh, that yeah, I can't believe we forgot about this one, dude. This is the most important trailer oh, that we've ever had. Oh, we allowed to show this one? Dude, <laughs> we are. Yes, I asked permission. Okay, good. Um, so we, we have a brand new crab fight trailer that actually just <laughs> dropped while we were on air. Uh, I, I, I sent it to Alon earlier. You got it ready? Yeah, I got it. Here we go. Okay, so so you got to react to this live. <laughs> Efren, I wanted to get you the nice post-produced video that all your years of service and content creation in the FTC absolutely deserves. Unfortunately, we're still coming off Evo Week. I'm still stuck in Vegas. I'm at an airport. This is the best I can do. With that said, though, I heard it's your last day on Best of Five. You will be sorely missed, but I'm glad that if you're going out, you're going out on your own terms and moving on to something that I hope is a blessing. Much love. Looking forward to hearing about whatever's next. Efren. I thought that was going to be the uh, Fight Crab trailer. I'm actually disappointed. <laughs> no, just teasing. That's, uh, where did that come from? Who got that? Was that you, Steve? Um. Yeah, uh, I let him know, and he wanted to send uh, a message of thank you. So, Okay, so can we play the real Fight Crab trailer now? Okay, go ahead and play the real Fight Crab <laughs> I was about to have a sentimental trailer. moment, but sure. Hey, Efren. God damn it. I remember me and you. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, Efren. I remember me and you years ago at the ill-fated Anime Matsuri Texas Showdown. Yeah. Um, yeah wasn't the greatest event, but I remember meeting you there, and I remember you saying that you wanted to do some big things for the FGC, and, you know, with the best of three show and the best of five show, I feel like you accomplished that, and uh, accomplished that well. So when I hear now you're saying basically you want to do big things for your family, I'm, you know, positive that you're going to do just that as well. So uh, we're going to miss you on best of five. And, uh, you know, hope you stick around in the FGC for just a little bit, you know, just to keep track of what's going on. Because, you know, never know you don't want to come back or something. But <laughs> no one ever truly retires from the FGC, okay? But again, we're going to miss you, man. And uh, hope you stay in touch. Talk to you later. Damn. Shouts to James Chen. I do remember that. You remember that? Uh... Texas Showdown, Anime Matsuri. I do. I remember it like it was yesterday. I actually I interviewed James Chen at that um, in, at that tournament for a piece I was doing on Broly Legs, and like he was like you know saying laying, laying down the context for how impressive it is what he does, and uh, and actually I could, I could go on and on and on and on and on about the impact James Chen specifically has had 
on my efforts in the FGC back when I started uh, with my little YouTube channel doing interviews at different places. Um, but I do want to say thank you. I didn't get a chance to say thank you to Rick for that kind message. And again, I have a lot of nice things to say about Jay Chenzor, J.C. Hensor. Um, usually at Texas Showdowns, I would get a chance to talk to him. Um, but throughout my time uh, trying to contribute, which is what I think I was really interested in doing, was just contributing to the community in some shape or form. Um, I can I can call back to James Chen as a, as an inspiration to keep going, um, and I actually it's rare, but I've gone back and listened to some of these interviews that I've done with James Chen, and they're still inspiring. I remember him talking about. I mean, it's just he's like a he's just uh, very excited, and he has the ability to transmit that to others. And I was bit by that bug, courtesy of James Chen. So <clears throat> thank you very much for those kind words. I appreciate that. Are we going to watch a fight crab trailer, Elon? Nah, that's all I got. Okay. You don't. You don't actually have the fight grab trailer. <laughs> I do have a block grab, but since we're getting a little sentimental here, I will say that um, you know, uh, well, I mean, what is there to say, right? The fighting game community welcomes all. Um, I've made a lot of friends in the fighting game community uh, down in South Texas. Is you know, that's where I met Broly back in the day. Um, and then when I came to Austin, my first stop, when I moved to Austin, my first stop was Arcade UFO, and I made a bunch of friends there. And I'm very grateful, you included. Um, and again, I was like, well, I'm never going to be a top player, but, you know, and I think a lot of people might ha- share the sentiment. It's like, but I, how, how can I contribute, right? Maybe not by bringing high pass matches to the masses. Um, and again, that's when I started doing interviews at tournaments and interviews with players, local and, you know, big time guys. And um, then it kind of crystallized. You know, it's funny. At the time, I was doing TV news in South Texas on the border at Fox 2 News. And I would always try to convince the sports guy to do <laughs> do, do a piece on this local FGC tournament. And he's like, are you retarded? <laughs> like, sorry, sorry for using that word. But the point is, he was like, no, um, that's not news. And nobody cares about that. And that's when I started, you know, trying to grab. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get my camera. I'm going to go out there and do it myself. Um and then when the dot esports opportunity came around, I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "I'm doing it for real now." And that's when I reached out to guys that I knew. In this case, uh, Mike, um, and asked if he would be a part of the show. And I feel like, it, if I remember correctly, it didn't take a ton of convincing to get you to be on the show. <laughs> no, no, not that much. Um, but to me, I thought that was great because um, without inflating your ego mike i was like mike's the shit uh i you know hearing you commentate and seeing how good you were at fighting games i was like this is a dude that i'm grateful to have uh, on the show and to be able to associate myself with i thought you brought uh you bring a lot of credibility to the show and awesome takes and it's always fun that's why it's bittersweet right to to not be on the show anymore because i do enjoy hearing what you have to say about shit and the same goes for these gentlemen here. Um, I consider myself very fortunate when John accepted to come on the show. Um, I'll admit it, it wasn't initially my idea. It was jo- uh, Josh Rubin, who was uh, one of the heads of video at The Daily Dot, who suggested it. Um, but John coming on, I thought, was a turning point um, because it's credibility, but he's also brings, because he's also like, legit in the scene but brings a different take and on top of that as far as putting on an entertaining show he's super funny John I think you're like just really creative and um, and it's been an honor to be able to share the panel with you and I've been, I'm really grateful that you were on 
I'm going to go. I'm going to keep going down the list here. Steve, I mean, shit, he's really the heart and soul of the show. Um, Steve, if you don't know this, runs the Twitter, uh, makes all the graphics, uh, creates the run of show, is always on our ass to be like, hey, guys, don't be shitheads. Add shit to the document so that we can have something to talk about. Um, so he's kind of like the dad. Um, Ilan, Ilan Roshkovsky, I remember the first time I met him. Uh, shook my hand and it was like the coldest dampest hand I'd ever shook before and I was like what the hell who is this guy um, but recently he had a chance to host and I knew this this, this would uh, be the case but I think he um, he really shines in a way that uh, in person he's a shy guy but on camera he really turns it on you get the real on and uh, I'm grateful that not only does he switch the show but he chimes in and uh, again I can't say enough about how Fortunate, I feel, to for the last four years, on and off, different iterations, did it Esports, we did it here, to be able to share um, a couple hours or an hour and a half every week to talk to some bros, and also on the, you know, just a lot of fond memories. I think we've done a lot. We've um, we've talked about things that I did. I thought we didn't have any right to talk about. At the time, I'm like, who wants to hear about us and, you know, safety at tournaments? But we talked about it. Who wants to hear about us and, like, domestic violence? Uh, but we talked about it. Who wants to hear about uh, our opinion on suicide and depression? But we talked about it. And that's something that I uh, am proud of that we did talk about. And we didn't shy away from anything. And um, it's been some of the greatest times uh, for me. And, again, I feel like my goal was to contribute. And I hope that I've done that. That's yeah, awesome. Are you all ready for a block grab or, or what? Let's do it. Okay, so block grab. Well, I, I have to say this. I have to say this. Normally, we know what the block grab is, <laughs> and we will occasionally know at least a few of the topics uh, that will be put up for block grab. This one, we have no idea. He, we were supposed to do this last week, but it got pushed back. We, he has been hyping this up. I we this you are gonna find out about this as soon as we do. Okay. Efren has been googling, giggling, giggling, giggling. Like I googled too, but I giggled. Yeah. He's been giggling like a schoolgirl literally all day. So I was putting the finishing touches. At first, it was just gonna be I'm just gonna tell you what it is, but then I made images for it. Okay. Like he took a picture of me this morning, and I'm still worried. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm not gonna be on the show anymore. Um, but I thought, wouldn't it be cool to block grab on some potential future segments or standalone streams that the crew you see in front of you, and Alon, who's not on camera, should do? Now, if you are the subject of the specific block grab, you cannot block and or grab. I need everybody else on the panel to block grab, and most importantly, for the first time ever, it's probably more important that the chat blocks or grabs on these um, because I want you to participate. All right. First block grab is Donka's Teppin Hour. This is a stream <laughs> where Donka just plays Teppin, and, um, and that's literally it. I said it was relevant that you had a shirt on. You have the official Evo Teppin uh, shirt on. So block or grab this on Donka's sucks. Teppin But if I can have that graphic, I'll block grab. I'd grab on anything with that graphic. It could be Donka's fucking taking a shit hour, and I'll do it. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, so, John, block or grab on Donka's tepping hour? 
I'm I'm a big fan of Teppin right now. I definitely watch that and, and root him on and, and observe and yeah, absolutely grab all day. Okay, Steve, block or grab on Donka's Teppin hour. I don't know what a Teppin is. I don't know <laughs> what a blue is and how how grand it has to be to be considered a grand blue. I don't know. I don't even know what a Yu-Gi-Oh is. Uh, but that graphic, I, I got to see more of it. So I'll, I'll grab just solely on that. So here it is. And you see the big Donka face uh, uh, f- f- fades in. Here, check on the right. <laughs> there it I is. I mean, up Mike is grabbing on Donka shitting. So, I mean... He's a fan favorite for Can sure. Can I have this? We can put it up there I doing anything. Yes. Okay. I will uh, export this as a video and give it to you. All right. Thank you. Elon, block or grab on Donka's Teppin Hour. Hella grab. Teppin's cool. Okay. Now, chat, I'm seeing a lot of grabs, but I did see some hard blogs, hard passes up here. But in general, <laughs> it looks like a lot of grabs. Okay. Next block grab. This is, I don't know if you guys know, but on occasion, a new game will come out and Elon will be like, Hey, I'm going to get the game and I'll stream it on the best of five streams. So here in here is the next block grab show. This is Elon Elon's streaming show and it is titled Is anyone watching? Oh my god. My Mike, god. Block grab on Is anyone so watching? What's the theme? Is this what just Elon streaming? This is just Elon playing a new game. I love it, especially if Elon goes along with it and is like like asking constantly and making shy like comments about like you know is anyone still here you know like if he did that and it was hilarious oh yeah I would watch for sure I mean I'd watch if it was just Elon streaming anyway but if he if that was the theme I would like it ten times more okay John Blocker grab Rad. on is anyone watching the Elon hour oh my god Elon no. streams a game. Do we ever see his hands? I think that'd be a cool gimmick. I, 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 I took a picture of him this morning. I'm like, make it look like you're streaming a game. And then I guess he plays on pad because he put his hands under the desk. And I'm like, all right, whatever. That's okay, so with. he's playing with pad. So we know that he grabbed. Because we saw the keyboard. We, his hands weren't on the keyboard. <laughs> Go back to it, Alon. Let's, let, let, let the people see it. He's oh got his famous God. coconut water. There's coconut water at work. I don't know if you know, but Alon works at the same office I do. Um, and he's like, dude, I love this coconut water. It reminds me of Brazil. That's just an anecdote. So who's blocking or grabbing next? Is that you, Steve? I guess. Well, John was up. I'll just say grab. Absolutely. Grab all day. Okay. Um, uh, Steve? Uh, uh, I, I, I feel like like I, I had fun when he, when he streamed Tekken. I really did. It was a good uh, stream. I, there should have been more viewers. That's not the point. The point is, was anybody watching? <laughs> I, I would totally do that yes i would i would watch i would answer yes for that okay Crap. great i'll block <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed i told you if you're the subject of it you can't okay Dang. next is nikali this is uh john <laughs> trying to get sherry Genix to play nikali mirrors with him on stream <laughs> Would you block or grab? So do I get to like, so is this just talking head interview of John? Is this watching John from his computer? This is just like. Do I get to see John's messages to Sherry? Yes, all of it. If I get all of that, then 100%, yeah. Okay, so that's a grab. Easy grab. Steve, are you going to block or grab on Nikali? (laughs) 
Oh, and like, and, been, and Driftwood wants to play Nikali Mirrors with John, but John's like, just doesn't care. Oh, it sounds great. And that, in that picture, we were at Super Arcade and we were wearing just like, um, like really short shorts <laughs> along with those like dressed up tops. It was like Skype interview date or something like that. But just looked, know that, yeah, we weren't wearing basically anything on the bottom. It looks like you guys are preparing to go to a freaking uh, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy concert. <laughs> so that's a grab then, Steve? I, I guess. I mean, I I like their songs, so sure. Grab. Elon? Uh, uh, you know what? I'll grab. It's fine. Okay. Chat, I we got a lot of grabs in chat, but right. definitely some blocks. Okay. Next block grab. This is the Affair Center podcast brought to you by Affair Center. And it's basically if John gets all of the staff of where he works to do a talk show where they talk about fighting games. <laughs> and it's called Affair Center <laughs> podcast. What? what do you guys think? I don't think anyone would ever watch that. I just, I, 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 it's I, an audio honestly, podcast. I'm pretty sure that that would be a bad idea. And that would be almost the exact same as what we do on the show that he's also on. I mean, I've got a block. It why sounds would, like an why, Ashley Madison ass thing would, where we talk about people cheating on each other. Why would anyone ever start another podcast when he's on one? Dude, I, I hit up with the thesaurus and typed in first. I typed in event. And then I typed in hub. And uh, so this is what we got. A fair center podcast. We're getting a lot of blocks on this one. So your block officially. Block, never. No, none of that. Uh, Steve, are you going to block or grab on a fair center podcast? You know what? I wouldn't listen to it, but if you're going for like the cheating <laughs> angle, I I think there's room in the market for that. Okay. So I'm grabbing on its existence, blocking on my uh, consumption of that. Elon, uh, before you block or grab, can you please go back to the graphic and appreciate my craft work here? First of all, I replaced the E with an A, and then I covered. Event hubs with a fair center, really small there near podcast. Why did you round out the top of the eight background? Don't worry about it. In the Don't bottom. worry about it, dude. That's not important, okay? Uh, so you're gonna block or grab on the affair center podcast? Uh, I'll only grab if it's actually about affairs. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready for the next block grab? This is Donka's fashion tips and more. Oh, I was and so skinny back then. This is Donka. He'll tell you what you should wear. He's got tips for streetwear, what's hot, what's not. Sometimes he'll go to the dollar store and pick out clothing, blocker grab, <laughs> John on the Donka's fashion tips and more. Sure. I'll grab the shit out of Donka's fashion tips. We're getting a lot of grabs in the chat here. Um, Steve, blocker grab on Donka's fashion tips and more. I. Uh, it depends on what the more is. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the lore is what's the lore? What, 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 is there any lore to this, Mike? That you can add? Uh, you I have feel very like interesting I've let Oops. the stream down, and I used to wear a lot better shirts, and it's been a while. And you know, this might this might be the catalyst. Uh, this is a Donka only stream. It's like uh, you know those like life t- lifestyle streamers and shit. You're gonna go out into the to the Buffalo Exchange. You're gonna get your one dollar shirts. The works. This is part of the Teppan hour, or is this separate? This is this this is the after hours Teppan stream. Um, where no tipping is played, you're just giving us fashion tips and uh, taking us shopping with you. Can I give John fashion tips to get Sherry to play Nicole yes. with him? Yes. I mean, I'd be offended if you didn't. Okay. So, John, are you blocking and grabbing? You said grab? I'm grabbing. Steve, you're grabbing? Grab I, I, I feel like I got to grab. 
Okay. I'm on. not a fashionable guy, though. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that V-neck's looking good. Yeah, I'm not a fashionable guy either, and that's why I'm going to grab. I need some help. Okay, so um, looks like that's a resounding grab. This next one, I think, is, I don't know, I think it might be the best thing I've ever done in my life, which <laughs> is come up with this segment. Oh, God. This is um, Steve... <laughs> Steve's sexy schedule making, and what? Steve has the deets you need. This is Steve making calendars, and um, and what it's just basically, fuck? you know, it's just him sitting there uh, DMing people. Hey, can I get the schedule to your event? Because I want to make. Oh, a he puts in Gia, Gia. Oh my god! What do you think? Would that be? Would you watch that stream, Mike? Uh, Blanca oh, grab? if I could watch Steve convert time from U.S. <laughs> you know, Eastern to U.S. Pacific, and in that outfit, I mean, I'd watch that all day. Yeah, so, I don't even need a stream. I'll fly there to watch it. Now the show this is called like, Steve's Sexy Schedule Making. Yes, <laughs> and it's, Steve, has the the <laughs> Steve has the DT. Steve has the DT. <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> Um, so you're going to grab on that? I'm grabbing the deets. Okay, grab that deet. Um, John, would you block or grab on Steve's sexy schedule making? <laughs> no one would ever block on Steve's sexy schedule making. That's just an, an axiomatic truth. This is, a real, this is a real picture, by the way. I did not uh, shop this. Not doctored at all, except for that Steve's a doctor. Yeah. Um, I, I did add the fire in the back, but the rest is a real picture. Um, Ilan, could you block or grab on this, please? Yep, I'm all down for Steve's deeds. <laughs> now, I had asked you, I told you, uh, Johnny on the spot, if you wouldn't mind zooming in. I just want you to see a close-up of Steve's face, because he's got a real sexy look on his face with a little bit of tongue action sticking out. Ay, papa. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I want those wow. deeds. I, I appreciate you for zooming in, but not cropping out the nipples, because that's part of the fancy <laughs> for me. Okay. And then, last but not least, that was resounding grab. Everybody's grabbing that. We have one final segment. It's called Top 8. And before a Top 8 of any major tournament, these boys hop on stream and talk about it. Oh, like a real thing? Mm-hmm. Um, is my Twitter handle spelled right? Ace <laughs> That was I, – I, I missed that part. I missed that detail. Um, this looks like fucking garbage, dude. Like there's no flames. There's no no my, flame, no ass. My face is only on there once. John's wearing um, a white plain T-shirt. John, John's not even wearing a fedora. I don't see a lawn. Like, Steve has a good This sucks. Wait, this wait. is awful. Pre-green screen days where you can see the uh, exercise equipment that I used to have that I used to – convince myself that i was going to use first someday. of all shout outs to alon for adding a little bat <laughs> that made it better um but therein concludes the block grab uh this is this one's for the chat grab or block on um on top eight like legitimately i would love to do do something like that you know i've always had the idea of if we could just like if there was a big tournament like almost like an evo it didn't work out this year but where all of us were of, around, like between games, we could hop on and just do like a quick fifteen minutes, like mid game or pre game slash post game show. Um, I, I feel like that would be kind of fun, but it a lot of it is scheduling. You know, uh, my real life commitments usually have me tied up on Sunday, yeah. um, and that's been sort of the issue with trying to do things on a different day. Um. 
but uh, it did remind me that it was a lot of fun to be on that Discord chat and shout out to everybody who joined um, and was chatting it up with us. Um, I, I I know that we're kind of already running long and such. I just I, I will keep it quick. But um, you know, you were you were saying your piece to all of the guys here, and uh, just when you think of best of five, you often talk about how Steve is like you know the the, the schedule, the, the backbone of all of it, right, and everything that he does, and he obviously brings his stuff to the table. I, you know, kind of jive off of stuff and, and, and just give some commentary and involved in the news. And Donka is very good with his analysis and he plays the games and he, he brings his own point of view. And then um, you get to, uh, and Alon doing everything that he does behind the switches. No, it's okay, uh, you can see switches. <laughs> No, yeah, Alon's there too. Uh, no, but then, and you think about Efren and it's like, you're, you're not the one that traditionally goes to the tournaments. And a lot of the times you've, you know, you haven't even dug deep into... Um, you know, all of the happenings, we're just talking about them and, and, and such. And, uh, and, and I don't know, I feel that what you do in this, uh, in, in this space, the best of five, best of three space, like, it's very hard for me to put my finger on because in, in some ways, like, you're the absolute, like, most important, uh, uh, the glue that holds it all together. And I was thinking about, um, especially when we don't have you on, and, you know, we have Mike or, or we've had a lawn and they've done a great job, but there's like, it feels like something that like it's part of the identity of the show and it always has been right and um that's when i think about you leaving i feel like uh it it sucks because the show's losing part of its identity and um but you've been like a wonderful facilitator and like conductor of the show like you have that 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 ability to grab um, um, the flow of things and keep it going perfectly like around the room and it's like I say it's hard to put that into words but like no one does it like you and no one does it with such a, a professional presence like you and um, and so I've been really grateful to be on the show and to be uh, th that you asked me on even if it was Josh's idea that I'm just learning about right now um, or today but well, he suggested it, it, it but been... I was like it's got to be John <laughs> right right uh, but I, I really appreciate it. I consider you a friend, um, and it's through the show that we even met, really, in the first place. And then I got to like, you know, meet you and the wife and everyone, and, and hang out in, in Texas, and that was great. And um, and we're we, uh, you know, best of five, everyone from the viewers to the rest of us on the team, and, and everyone that's you know affiliated, we're really gonna miss you. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you know, I was lucky enough to catch a couple episodes uh, of very early best of three before I'm sorry for you, you reached out. Oh, God. No, I actually loved what you were got, what you guys were doing. And, you know, when you message me and say, Hey, I kind of want you to be part of my fighting game team that I'm building at dot esports. I was really excited about that. Um, and I was so nervous the first time you asked me to come on the show, uh, because I forget who it was that backed out, uh, last minute, but like, I was just so afraid of looking like an idiot, and now I'm not afraid of looking like an idiot. <laughs> my idiot percentage is just as high, but I've been I I'm grateful to have considered you my boss back in the dot e sports days. Um, I am happy to be your partner in in this endeavor, and I am thankful to be able to call you a friend and for everything you've done for the FGC, for me, for all of us. Thank you. And enjoy the hell out of, uh, Camila. Yeah. 
and being being able to spend time with her. Am I supposed to say something to this deserter too? No, no. I mean, <laughs> I, I walked no. into today a little confused, almost a little pissed off. I was just like, I mean, this is Efren's show. You know, every time I've ever hosted the show, I feel like dog shit. I always walk out and I'm like, this sucked because it did. It's way worse than what you did, and <laughs> I I didn't get it, and. I saw this segment and I heard your stories and now I get it. And seeing you when you actually put your all into something and you have the ability to do that is just a completely different stratosphere. Not that you've done a great job every week, but I know that you don't have the time for and that this isn't what it used to be to you because it can't be. And seeing you put together those slides and how funny they were and how the segment completely lived up to what you wanted it to be, just like the show did, just like every single person you invited us on the show did. It makes sense to me, and I get it. And I honestly wanted to quit when I heard you were quitting, and now I don't. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. That means a lot, because this son of a bitch here never shows any fucking emotion, and he's always an asshole. <laughs> I think this might be the most sentimental he's ever been. Um, I hope that you guys keep this going. Um, people in the chat have been like, hey, come on and do a guest appearance every once in a while. If you guys don't do that, I can't. So um, there's a lot of talent in this room. My vote is for Alon to host. I know that Alon can handle it, can be funny, can bring something new to it, um, as well as do the job of directing traffic, which is all I was really doing in this on this show. And I hope that you guys embrace him the way you have us and the team. That's all I got. Love you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you and everybody in the chat, and to uh, Rick and John uh, James for uh, sorry, I just saw John, but. To Rick and James for, for those messages, those unexpected and uh, heartfelt, and I'm going to try not to be a big baby about it as I walk out today. Okay, is this when I'm going to end the show? <laughs> yes. Good night, Canada. Love you. Miss you. Bye.